0: Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk with your host, Nikkei Lamodi, certified wellness coach and personal trainer, a wellness podcast focused on providing practical tips on how to curate a healthy lifestyle uniquely for you, where we discuss wellness hot topics with expert guests and have real candid conversations. It's the one-stop shop you need to get the help you've been looking for. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Wellness Help Desk, episode four. So today we are talking all about how to set SMART goals and why they're the cornerstone of having a successful wellness journey. So some of you cringed when I said goals, and I want you to stay with me. <laughs> I really do. Um, I really want you to just keep an open mind. And the rest of you who are like me and just love hearing about how to be type A, stay tuned. So why should you care about SMART goals? Have you ever set a goal on your wellness journey? How did that turn out for you? Like, did you just pick something at random? And you know, like, oh, yeah, that sounded good. But then in your heart of hearts, you knew you weren't fully committed to it. Like in the back of your mind, you knew like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this. Well, let me just first say this. A goal is just an action. Okay, that's it. You must take action in order to arrive at whatever destination you have in mind. So by creating goals that are properly crafted, you not only increase your confidence, but also your chances of success skyrocket. And our brain feeds off momentum. When you create evidence, your brain easily jumps on board, which increases confidence and the belief. So for clarity's sake, a goal needs to be a behavior, not an outcome. You can't measure an outcome and it's not specific enough. For example, if you had a goal of, I wanna drink more water, that's an outcome. There's no way I could ask any objective questions to know that you successfully did that. Like what's the definition of more that you're leaning toward? Someone's more may be a gallon, another one's may be 16 ounces. So this SMART model is an acronym created by George Duran in 1981. And it's so easy to do. And once you've developed the skill, you've allowed yourself time to practice it, you'll start to create these goals that feel easy in the sense of you're not overwhelmed right? You're not in analysis paralysis. So the acronym stands for specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time bound. So specific, think details, details, details. I want you to close your eyes and envision what are you doing? Who are you doing it with? What time of day is it? Where are you at? Just really paint the picture for yourself of what this goal looks like. The M is measurable. When you sit down to check in with your goals, if you achieved that goal or you made progress on that goal. Without the goal being measurable, it will be really hard to know if you need to go in and make any changes or if you're trying to achieve a goal that isn't working for the current experiment. This is one of the mistakes a lot of people make. There's no way for them to measure how they're doing on this goal. And there's no way for them to know if they're trying to achieve a goal that is not even working. So they think it's a them problem and it's not a them problem. It's the goal problem. The goal needs to be changed or removed. A is actionable. So this goes back to you want a goal to be a behavior and not an outcome. You can't measure an outcome. And it's not specific enough. So you typically have one behavior per goal. So if you're looking to manage your stress, right, that's the outcome you want. You create a goal that says, I will manage my stress by doing journaling for 10 minutes every night. That's one behavior in that goal. Versus you saying, I will manage my stress by doing journaling 10 minutes every night yoga on Fridays, and talking to my therapist on Mondays and Wednesdays. Like that's three different behaviors and one goal. So you want to keep it to one behavior. So R is realistic. This is the second biggest mishap that people find themselves. Okay, you want the goal you create to be realistic to your time, your environment, your resources, your season. If you haven't done exercising in years, Please don't set a goal to run three miles that week. Maybe just start with walking. Or just start with a goal that you'll research gyms in your area that maybe have 24 hour childcare. That was a reach. I know no gym has 24 hour childcare. <laughs> a gym that's 24 hours but does offer childcare is what I was trying to say. Right. It doesn't mean the goal is easy and you're bored and there's like no challenge. It just means that the goal is actually attainable for you within your means, within your environment, your resources, all of that. So T is time bound. So when does this goal end? When do you want to accomplish this? By the end of the week, 6 p.m. every day in one year. This also works in some accountability. Right. You know when this is up. You know when you are going to check in to see how you're doing. So here are the key takeaways, right? You want to be as specific as possible, really paint the picture, number one. Number two, you want to make goals that are behaviors and not outcomes. So behaviors are the actions that you're consistently doing to arrive at an outcome. Number three, keep in mind what you want to do, not what you don't want to do. So for example, you don't want to say, I don't want to think negative thoughts when walking on the treadmill Monday, Wednesday, Friday for 15 minutes at the gym this week. Instead, you reframe that and say, I will think positive thoughts when walking on the treadmill Monday, Wednesday, Friday for 15 minutes at the gym this week. Reframe always for what you will do. Number four, use all of the components of the SMART acronym. Not just two of the letters, not just three, but all of them. And lastly, write goals in the language of I will. By using this language, you're verbally making the agreement and the commitment to yourself that you'll do it. So now I want to do a little quiz. Surprise, pop quiz. (laughs) And I'm going to say a goal. And I just want you to think to yourself, is this a smart goal or not? I want to get to the gym no, that's not a goal. That's an intention, a wish, an outcome. So what about this one? I want to eat more vegetables. That's also an outcome. How about this one? This week, I will drink 64 ounces of water between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. Monday through Friday. By using this goal, you'll be able to measure this and know how to set yourself up for success. You know you're going to be drinking 64 ounces of water between 8 and 12. Like that's your window of time you're giving yourself. You know it's Monday through Friday. So during that week, every night, you set yourself up for success. Get your water bottle filled up. Do what you need to do to ensure your water is ready for you to go that morning. So I really want you to try out this SMART method the next time you set some wellness goals. And I want to remind you that your wellness goals should support your wellness vision, right? I talked about wellness vision, the power of not yet in episode two and how important it is to create a wellness vision for yourself. The goals should support your ideal outcome. That's where they come from. And this is why it's so important for people to not just jump from a thought straight to strategy, but to really take the time to ask themselves, does this align with where I'm going? Does adding this new fad or wellness hack add to where I'm going? So take heart, you're not bad at complying with goals. (laughs) You just weren't taught how to properly set them so that you could really set yourself up for success and give your brain the evidence that it needs to generate that momentum, to generate that confidence, to generate that belief. And you can break this down in any way you'd like, you know, monthly, weekly, daily goals, do what works for you. But I want you to imagine what it would be like to finally have goals that you actually have success with and what that momentum, what that motivation would do for you and what your life would look like in just three months time when you are able to actually have success with the goals that you create. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the episode today, head over and leave me a review. This helps others find the podcast and be one step closer to curating their healthy lifestyle. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Nikkei underscore lamodi, and if social isn't your thing, join my beautiful newsletter community via the link in the show notes to learn more about exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching head over to rndaywellness.com. As always, remember to give yourself grace.